Welcome to the Good Morning Business Owners Podcast, where we explore the transformative journey of business ownership, discovering your purpose, attracting abundant wealth, and unleashing the power of your passion. I'm your host, Gabriela Reyes, and I am here to guide you on a path of unprecedented success. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just embarking on this remarkable journey, this podcast is your gateway to unlocking your true potential. Good morning, business owners, and welcome back to another episode where we talk about things that help you start and grow your online business so that you can thrive as a digital entrepreneur. Today's topic is making sure you don't get trapped in the cycle of comparison. Both in my undergraduate marketing degree and if you Google how to stand out in business, there will be a lot of content on doing thorough competitive market research to start. Of course, I believe competitive market research has value, but I want to offer a slightly different perspective to that traditional thought of jumping right into the competitive analysis. When you are just getting started, you're really excited and I do not think it is the time and place to start really focusing on what other people are doing. When you are learning how to stand out, you don't need to be looking at others and spending all of that time looking at others. This just leads to comparing yourself to those people who are further along. It is the easiest and quickest way you are going to lose track of who you are in the first place. It is so easy to take inspiration from others, what they're saying, selling, posting, By itself, there's no harm in that. Everybody does it and you should. But if that is your main way of starting and growing your business, you start to fade into the noise. You become pieces of each and every person you are consuming and your content and marketing can feel a bit hodgepodge because it is all of these different pieces of other people coming out through you. When you're first starting out, you want to get to know who you truly are. What are your desires? What are your aspirations? Those things show a piece of who you are. If you do look at someone and love what they said and it sparks something in you, think about why it sparks that thing in you. It shows a piece of who you are because you are drawn to it. You're excited by it. You're inspired by it. And if something triggers you in a negative way and turns you off, that also shows a bit of who you are not or something you don't like about yourself. The reason we look up to certain role models is because there is something about them that is triggering a part of us, whether positive or negative, whether our current self or aspirational self. Your aspirational identity is you, but you just haven't shown up as her yet. I am always drawn to confident, clear, spiritual, and authentic women. I find myself very turned off by extreme people. So whether it's on the extreme of being very harsh, only talking about pain points, overly foul language, 
or the extreme on the other side of being so light and fluffy in their business that you feel like there's nothing tangible. Nothing against them. It just doesn't trigger my aspirational identity or really spark a whole lot in me. When I started to lean into the things that were triggering my aspirational identity, I noticed a huge change in myself. I became more aware of what was moving me and what was bringing up annoyances. And I am bringing that into how I shape my marketing and branding. So much of your business is also energetics. So if you pay attention to what inspires you, what moves you, and what negatively triggers you, it helps you to formulate who you are. You need to know who you are so that you know what you stand for in order to stand out. You are unique. You just need to identify what that is so you can find the right people that resonate with you and that leads into how we stand out. So how do we stand out? Instead of looking outwardly at others, look in. The first thing people do typically is look at what other people are doing, which falsifies their identity. And that is a fast track to burnout and confusion on your own path forward. Here's why you need to look within in order to stand out. Like I said before, we are all already unique people. The fact that you are here on this earth is already a miracle and such a beautiful thing. So we don't need to go out of our way to make ourselves unique. You just need to know yourself a little bit better. You need to give yourself the time to really connect with who you are as a person. When someone asks you, tell me about yourself or who are you? Why is that one of the hardest questions to answer When we spend 100% of our lives with ourself, we are in a lifelong relationship with ourselves. We need to slow down and get to know ourselves better. Learn more about who you are as a person and develop that self-awareness to ask why something triggers you or why something inspires you. Was it targeting something that you don't like about yourself or you want for your future self? Back in 2021, I read the book Untethered Soul and it takes you deep into being aware and present with yourself. And that was one of the books that really started my personal transformative journey of just becoming aware of myself, my thoughts, and my aspirational identity. I also heard this concept from Russell Brunson, who I believe is referencing the book Blue Ocean Strategy, which teaches you how to make the competition irrelevant. He described it as if you're swimming in a red ocean full of sharks, the chance of catching a fish is pretty low. But if you swim out a little bit into the blue ocean, you'll catch a fish, aka unlock new demand and capture new markets. And the first way is to identify your zone of genius. If there is one thing, it is that I have really leaned into my zone of genius. What I excel at and what makes me feel really driven on a daily basis. 
When I first started in the corporate world, I was right out of college with a marketing degree and an information systems minor. But I went right into an intense two-year technology leadership program. I was continuously told by one executive I needed to amp up my technical skills, which was fair. Others in the program were computer science majors, and it was a technology leadership program. But I was still excelling because the more mentors that I found and talked to, the more they reiterated, sure, you can amp up your tech skills all you want, but is that what you love doing? Thinking about it, I thought, no, I can't imagine coding for hours and hours on end. I could work for years on improving that skill and still just be competent. I was encouraged by my mentors to focus on my zone of genius and zone of excellence because if you continue to nurture those, that is what is going to separate you from the crowd because you were already great at those things. You need to find what your unfair advantage is and grow that skill. Your zone of genius may be related to your innate talents or any abilities that you possess. You don't need to feel boxed in by these. Your zone of excellence is what you are really good at, but your zone of genius is just one level above. You are not only good at it, but you are seriously amazing. What you want to do is isolate that thing that you are amazing at and excel in it. To do this, create a bullet point list of all the things you think you are really, really good at. If you want a free guide full of prompts to identify this, head to the show notes and you can use this free template to identify your purpose, zone of genius, and what business is the right one for you to start if you haven't quite figured that out. If you build a business that allows you to tap into your zone of genius, you will be able to create a larger impact and grow far quicker. You will be able to pave the way to hit the success you strive for, and leading with your zone of genius does not mean you will never hit an obstacle or You'll never learn new skills or work in areas of your business for periods of time that are not in your zone of genius, but this helps to overcome obstacles quicker and you learn how to automate or outsource that area that you are noticing is sucking up a lot of time and may not be a needle-moving activity for you to perform. When you're just starting out, you can't expect to always feel good or only work in your zone of genius. Starting a business doesn't have to feel like immense stress, but you will have to work in areas that may not be your favorite, but you need to build your business around your zone of genius. Keep in mind, growth only happens when we move outside of our comfort zones and get into a little bit of discomfort. Discomfort. I didn't say immense stress or anxiety, but discomfort. We want you to lead with your zone of genius and we want you to be known for this thing so that you can have better impact on others' lives and that's kind of your business identity. That is immediately what people think of when they think of you. So if you're leading with your zone of genius, that is your brand identity and those are your brand stories. 
Quite often I find that if you don't branch out and try new things, it is fairly difficult to grow in your business because you might identify new zones of genius or zones of excellence as you grow with your business. Circling back to the story of being told I needed to really focus on my technical skills, I did take that feedback because I understood where it was coming from and decided to take one six-month rotation in the leadership program to be a developer. And while it validated the fact that it was not my zone of genius at all, but I learned enough to be dangerous, understand the concepts, and be able to lead other developers better because I could speak their language. It then helped me to better hire developers as well. So it's okay to work outside your zone of genius for periods of time to try new things and grow, but once you get enough exposure and realize that it is not the best use of your time as CEO of your business, Look at your end goal and think about how you can automate or outsource those tasks as soon as possible. I will leave you with that today and I hope you found it helpful. Check out the links in the show notes if you're struggling to identify what your zone of genius is and if you enjoyed this episode, please give the podcast a five-star review and subscribe that you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Hey, before you go, I would so appreciate if you enjoyed this episode to take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Gabriella underscore Reyes. It really helps to get the word out there and it would mean the world to me. Until next time, have a great day, business owners.